Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ. Did you like that? That was my that was my voiceover demo reel. I'll be putting that on there, so everyone can be like, ooh, look at the... Wow, he really said that real well. He said two names that he knows and a podcast that he does expertly. With all of his mouth and most of his tongue, he said those words. So, how are you all doing this Tuesday? I'm doing pretty well. It's rainy. As I'm recording this intro, and uh, man, I think back to yesterday when we recorded this episode, and I listened back to it today because I felt like I drove the podcast directly off a cliff at some point. And it wasn't necessarily as bad as I thought it was, but I am so hypercritical of everything that I do. I just, I, I don't know. This this whole thing has been just an exercise in giving myself extra anxiety because every, every day that we put one out, the whole day I spend going, hmm, I wonder if I should just delete it all and just delete myself off of the internet because I don't know what anyone could possibly be thinking about what we are saying out there. But it was nice to get a little encouragement from our friends at Podful of Sunshine. Uh, it's a it's another smaller podcast that uh, we've been uh, sharing some love back and forth on Instagram and Twitter. And their two hosts, Greg and Diana, uh, they're great. Like they, if Beth and I, or at least me, are just the super cynical type, like those two are very much uh, the opposite of that. Like they are trying to find the good that's in Florida. Like, I listened to their episode. They just uh, released an episode on Monday, and I listened to that. And I feel like they cheated me because I should have heard their episode before Beth and I went to uh, record our episode because, like I said, I I don't know what was going on with me when we were recording, but I was just super punchy, and I don't know. But listening to their, I was working today listening to uh, their latest episode. I think it was the they are on episode eleven, I think, and uh, it was just really good. Like they're just they're really sweet. I I love listening to them. So it, it, check them out. Pod full of sunshine on all the social mediums, and definitely subscribe and listen to their podcast. Uh, Beth and I like them a lot, and uh, we highly suggest them. So another thing that we didn't end up talking about in the podcast that I wanted to talk about in general was the whole James Gunn thing. Like I wanted to bring it up a little bit because there were, uh, since the last time we talked about it, a couple, I think Dave Batista came out and said something like he made like a semi definitive statement. And then, uh, Zoe Saldana and Chris Pratt said a couple things on Twitter, I think, but uh, nothing solid. But as of recording this intro, uh, on my way home, I just happened to check Instagram, and Dave Batista. I don't know if anyone else posted this, but at least Dave Batista did. I follow him. And uh, this is really kind of long, but I want to read this uh, open letter that he put on Instagram, and I would imagine Twitter and anywhere else he is. But it's been signed by the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's basically their uh, open letter. It's titled, An Open Letter from the Cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. It says, To our fans and friends, we fully support James Gunn. 
We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honor in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support, and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience having spent many years together on set, making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The characters he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set, and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks, we believe is from the heart, a heart we all know, trust, and love. In casting each of us to help him this okay? In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little, there is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not to last, uh, not the last good person to be put on trial, given the growing political divide in this country. It's safe to say. Instances like this will continue, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what what has transpired bleh, what has transpired uh, can serve as an example for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them into digital stone that we as a society may learn from the experience and in the future we will think twice before we decide what we want to express what we want to express and in so learning perhaps uh, and in so learning perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other thank you for taking the time to read our words the guardians of the galaxy so I know that was really long, and I am sure a lot of your eyes glazed over while that was being read, and you know, I'm not a very good out loud reader, so I apologize. But I think that what was expressed in that letter was very important, uh, not just for James Gunn's sake, but for our, uh, our society as a whole, is we are way too quick to throw somebody under the bus for something that, you know, maybe they should have just been scolded for. Like, hey, you said something stupid 10 years ago in James Gunn, Gunn's case. But I don't really know what else there is to say about it. I don't know that we'll necessarily talk about it anymore unless he gets, uh, you know, rehired as the uh, as the director of Volume 3, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But uh, I don't know. I, I saw that on the way home, like I said, and I thought it was important for you know, people to hear, because I think it's two things. Again, I think those words are important for all of us to, to take some pause and think about. And, uh, I think it's kind of cool too, that all of them may, you know, James Gunn had such an impact on those people enough of an impact that he, uh, they came to his defense in that way, which is not 
clearly something that would normally happen uh, in this current, you know, hashtag me too times not to mock that or anything. Just, it just doesn't seem like people are quick to defend anyone anymore. So it's nice to see, but I have been talking way too long. I am pretty sure that was a 27 minute intro with a 10 minute uh, reading of an Instagram post, you know, professional stuff. So if I missed anything, I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah, follow us on Instagram, whatever, who cares? Please do that, but if you don't, whatever. All right, I love you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. This is episode definitely number, hashtag number sign. I don't know. I love you, bye. Alrighty, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> are you ready? What is that? There's a movie. I think it's uh, Young Guns, maybe. Where he's Where like, I'll says, be your Huckleberry or something. No. That's that movie, right? He's like, I'll be your Huckleberry. We're Young Guns. That, All right, see ya. That was Tombstone. <laughs> 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 and then it was Doc Holliday that said that. And he was like, I'll be your Huckleberry. This is my friend Jim. It's just Jim. I'll see you later. Let's go. No. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't Huck Finn was... and uh, Huckleberry Hound or whatever. What was it? What were the two? Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. Huckleberry Hound. No, I was, I don't know. I was lost in my own thoughts, so I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Young Guns. They something no, about... it's not important. Like it's just some random line that I remembered from the movie. They're they're handy with the steel, I hear. Yeah. Something about a Warren G. The regulators mounting up. I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me that whole spiel. The Young Guns slash <laughs> Warren G. Regulator spiel. Man, let me let me see if. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do it. You like regulators, we regulate. I don't know. <laughs> you were... all the stealing in this county? No. By the way, that was amazing. You're like, I don't think I can do it. Regulators, <laughs> regulate any piece of steel that comes through our no policy. And we damn good too. Damn good. Too. <laughs> regulators. Mount, Mount up. up. <laughs> by the way, we skipped a whole novel yeah, worth we of did. whatever they said. <laughs> oh my god. So, this episode, more than any other one, I swear, has brought me more anxiety. Would you like to know why? Uh, absolutely. Because it's Sunday night, pretty much. What time is it right now? 7.54 p.m. July 28th? What's really funny about that is because... 29th. Um, all day, I was like, well, we can just do it on Sunday, tomorrow... Even though I knew we had to go to work and that it was not Sunday, for some reason I was like, yeah, we have one more day. Oh, today you mean? (laughs) That's funny because I was like, Beth is being real calm about this. I should just be real calm too. But all day today I was like. (sighs) Why? Because, listen, if this, if I have to spend an extra time with this tomorrow, I don't know if I have, I don't know if I have the brain space for it all, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. 
Well, maybe we can start trying to do it on Friday nights again then. Or maybe we'll just put out, maybe we'll just put out five 15 minute episodes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm. Five 15 minute episodes. No, I don't, I don't like that. (laughs) No, it'll be great. I don't think so. So, how was your week slash weekend? Good, mm, bad? Yeah, the weekend nothing. was okay. Like, we didn't really have a lot to do, so that was awesome. It's funny, because we did have stuff to do, we didn't <laughs> do any of it. Yeah, well... <laughs> we just I mean, weren't obligated to do that's anything. That's the key right there. The obligation part makes it so you're like, ugh, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> But we were not obligated to do anything, so it was awesome that we were like, oh, we can shirk our responsibilities and just lay around and watch Netflix. So have you ever had something brought to your attention that you didn't realize you were kind of, you had a, a feeling about it until you heard it and you were like, oh, I do, I do have feelings about this. Mm, I'm not sure. I just. I'm sure. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yes. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure, but now I am. But now I know. I am. Just like you said. Uh, I just read this article that said that Publix now is, they are still going to allow service animals in the store, but not in carts, like shopping carts. Well, why do they need to be in shopping carts? Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like, what you just said is very logical. And I was, at first when I read it, I was like, who cares? And then I was like, dog buttholes are just all over the carts. <laughs> How many times have I just like <laughs> pulled that little thing up mm. so like the eggs won't fall out of the little little kid leg holes and there's just dog butthole prints all over it? Yeah, but I mean, where is it that dog buttholes are not all over everything? <laughs> I mean, you would hope at least your shopping cart where you put your avocados. And yeah, your eggs. well, they're in bags. Yeah, but what if you're? But a, you touch those bags. What if and you're then a you loose touch cannon? those? What if you? What about bananas? You're putting a banana in there. A True. Dog butt yeah, a lot gets of people don't it. put the bananas in bags. <laughs> uh, I just think it's funny that Publix is like, listen, everybody loves us, so we can do anything we want. You're not bringing. You're not putting your disgusting dog butts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just assume that anything in that is accessible for public. Uh, um. Oh, excuse me. Like, public consumption is um, covered in dog buttholes at the least. Like, people are gross. So, I just assume that that's probably the best thing that could be on your shopping cart. (laughs) My favorite about the article about this is the very first paragraph. It is amazing. It says, if you're bringing Fido grocery shopping with you, sticking him in your shopping cart and passing him off as a, quote, service animal, beware. (laughs) Florida grocery (laughs) shopping chain Publix is cracking down. I just like they put, if you're using him as a, air quotes, uh, service animal, we know you're not. (laughs) Yeah. We know you could just buy those vests on Amazon and put (laughs) put it on anything. Look at this. My little sugar glider. I got him in my pocket. He's He's my service animal. I have to have him. Yeah, people are freaking weird. I agree. And they're gross. So, again, do I want a dog in my shopping cart before I get it? No. But 
Like anything that's out in public where people can touch it, like it's just gross. Huh. I agree. Very much so. <sighs> I feel like off now. I don't know if it's because we waited so long or because we just like had so much uh, downtime. Just downtime of doing nothing. Like I feel like this is the first weekend we've done nothing in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all weekend. Even in the weekends when we're when we don't have obligations, it seems like we somehow still end up with one or two. And this one is the first one in a while that I feel like we truly no one was like, Oh, where are they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was glorious. It was glorious. But it's kinda of draining too. Like not going out into the sun <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'm just gonna sit in this room in the dark. <laughs> And ponder my life. Yeah, it's funny because there was a point today when I was like, man, something's off. What is it? Oh, there are no lights on. All the blinds are closed. <laughs> my eyes have not adjusted to light at all. And then well, yeah, let's open the like, blinds a little bit. It's I should raining. go down to the store and see if I can cling to a lady's arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I can bite her with my numbing rabies, and she'll just not know. I could just walk behind her while I'm bitten onto her elbow. Yeah, I'm officially a vampire. By the way, I showed you, just randomly, uh, I saw somebody posted on Facebook a, uh, a video of fox bats. Uh, though they're, I guess they're like a rare version of bat. They look awesome. They do look like, uh, they do look like flying dogs. Like, yeah, like the the babies look like little puppies with wings. <laughs> I think they're cute. They are. Uh, bats are awesome, and they're crazy. And watching that video made me realize that there are... I told you, I stopped whatever we were watching yesterday to be like, do you know there are no other mammals that can fly <laughs> other than a bat? Yeah. Which is insanity. Like, they are the caterpillar to butterfly, in my opinion, of mammals. Because why? Why were they the chosen ones to fly? I just don't get it. Why can't... I, I just don't get it. Why can't the rest... Why can't anyone else figure out how to fly but a bat? I mean, they did. We have airplanes no, and gliders. Nope. What was it about a bat? What did a bat used to be that it was like, no, nah, this isn't enough. We have these weird stringy hands. Why don't we grow some kind of weird skin on them so that we can take flight? See you later. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, why couldn't they just be like that to start with? Because they don't have good eyesight, or do they? I have like, no idea. That, was that a myth, that they don't have good eyesight? I don't know. I don't they either. They probably have they, regular they eyesight. They use sonar. Is that what it is? Yeah, yes. sonar. Um, To, like, navigate at night. But... And, like, how how are they able to just sleep upside down? That was the thing I was asking you, too. Because don't you, like, die or pass out or something if you're a human and you are Let all the blood down? rush to your brain. All stuff that probably could have been Googled before the show. <laughs> no, we're untrained. Yeah. <laughs> we're just proving it. We're the freaking dingoes. I mean, we did look it up, some of this stuff, and now we just, I don't know. It's just interesting that bats are like little creepers, but they're just really interesting creatures. So, in a se in a new segment I didn't tell you about called "You Only Have to Read the Headline," 
not the <laughs> yeah, body of the story. Yeah, in a new seg- segment called, I probably shouldn't do this because it never <laughs> ends well. Nope, and I'm doing go. it. I have two. I only need, I have one right in front of me. Fear the Walking Dead has been renewed for a fifth season. Mm. Everyone, you either know what that show is and know how dumb it is that it was renewed, or you don't know what it is, and that proves my point. No need to read the story. Well, we tried to watch that, and it just doesn't have the same... Because um, it's just, it's just. hey, what if Walking Dead, you saw it from the West Coast, and it didn't start with someone that didn't know what was going on? What right. if that? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, I okay, guess. I guess, uh, all right. And to close out this new segment, <laughs> Roseanne's TV apology to Valerie Jarrett ends with an insult about her haircut. What? <laughs> I mean, I need to know what that insult was, though. It's a video. I didn't watch the video for <laughs> our for our special segment that I did not tell you about. So you did this on purpose. Yeah. I love Roseanne, I think. Unless she says something he, horrible. A jerk. <laughs> but right now, they I imagine if she said something extra racist, they would have said racist insult about her hair. Yeah, Roseanne doubles down. But then or again, doubles down. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, this was a Fox News video, so maybe they would have just not, they would have just passed right over it. Others are like, it's racist. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I closed that segment out. All right, well, there you go. All right. This episode has gone off the rails, folks. Beth and I are looking at each other, eyes glazing over, glasses fogging, starting to get sleepy, passing out. No. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should start over. I don't know. I mean, we're pretty deep into it. I don't think so. How long do you think we've been doing? Like 10 minutes. 13. Yeah, this is the real this is the real stuff, folks. You think this gold just comes out of us? No. Sometimes there's takes. This is take 1. I'm going to vote that this is our only take. I'm going to vote against it. Like, I'd actually like to start over. Well, maybe we should just start over right here, just in case we think the first part was funny enough to, co- <laughs> <laughs> to be like... <laughs> uh, okay. So, Bye. welcome back! I'm kidding, we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we did start over, how would you like to have restarted, or how would you like to have started the episode... Oh, I don't know. Would you have been like, what? What would you have said? I would have said, regulators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to pause and look up the regulators theme. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> I think that was the, oh no, that was not me touching my phone at all. Pay no attention to whatever it is I just did. Young guns, regulators. I like <laughs> what what were you gonna say no i just thought of more of it but i don't i don't know what he says at the beginning like <laughs> we regulate any stealing of this property 
No. Is that what they say? They regulate any stealing of something. I thought it was regulating. We work for Mr. Tunstall as regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn Damn good, good too. You just can't be any geek Mr. off the street. Got a soft spot for runaways. But not yeah, this, like Warren G. That's what we're looking you for. Can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be you gotta handy, be with, handy the with the steel, if you know, know what I mean. Or you keep regulators. <laughs> but that wasn't Whatever. what everyone knows. Like that is what everyone knows. No, that's more than what everyone knows. Get out of my face! You know no, everyone no, knows you that. need to look up the Warren G. Regulate song and play Just that. Just because I thought that I'll be your Huckleberry <laughs> was part of that movie doesn't mean anything. Did you think that? Shut your mouth when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's hot in here. Why is it so hot? I don't know. What are you drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. This is not it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn you keep. Regulators! See, I did. By the way, you know what's ridiculous about that? They used the clips from the movie. So I was right. Well, they did, but they didn't use it in the same way. I'll be your Huckleberry. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There was more to the movie than what they played in the song. But not everyone knows the movie as much as they know the song. Listen to me. Everyone's going to write in and be like, oh, oh my God, we all, we've all we never heard of Warren G. We are, you didn't know this about your audience, but we're all as white as the day is long. White and who people is, know Warren G. Man, no white people know who Warren G is. You don't know who Warren G is? I don't know who Warren, I don't know who Warren Garrett is. Is that his real name? Yeah. No, it isn't. G actually stands for a name, it or if he's just like percent stands for something. You know how well, I know look that? Look it up, then. What is his name? I guarantee. How you do it's you know? Warren like Garrett. maybe it's just like he's a gangster, like a G. No, it's not. It stands for something like Gary or Geraldi or something. What is Warren G's real net name? worth? That's what the first thing that came up. <laughs> It is Warren Griffin the third. Oh, okay, well. Warren G. I was, By try- the way, I was trying to give him a little bit more street cred. Come on. We just saw that thing. Uh what was it? On that Dark Tourist, that guy that was selling coffins. It was like the sweetest thing anyone can ever hear is their own name. Oh, so of yeah. course Warren G. You know why I knew that too? Because of G Love. G Love and Special Sauce. Because G Love What's his real name? It's uh I think it is like Gary. Garrett. It is it is something like Garrett or something like that. Jerry. Yep. G Jerry Jammin. I spell Jammin with a G. Okay. Because uh, you spell it wrong. Yeah, well. <laughs> white people don't know how to spell. That's a stereotype you didn't know about. No. That's true. Is it? That's 100% true. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think there's like stereotypes people don't realize? Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, like white people. I never realized when I was a kid and I would hear, like, it didn't, you know what's funny? I don't know if some stereotypes don't happen until you hear about them. Because I remember as a kid 
hearing black comics talk about white people and do the stereotypical white person voice like, hey, I'm going to go and uh, be on time to work and eat my cheese sandwich. (laughs) And I was like, I remember being a kid and being like, cheese sandwich. Hmm. Interesting. And that's when I found the beauty of putting cheese in between two pieces of bread, putting that bread and cheese mixture into the microwave. Into the garbage. (laughs) The no. only way that's acceptable as a gr- is as a grilled cheese. Like microwaving cheese on white bread is a disgusting. Well, when you're a kid, not old enough to use the oven. Look, or the- sir, when you were 30 years old, you were still doing that. Well, you didn't have to tell everyone that, but there you go. Of course, I did. Again. You're about to say how much you still love that yeah. delectable <laughs> concoction, but it is disgusting. If we were still bread people, believe in your heart, I would be making cheese sandwiches every or a day. Well, it's a good thing we're not. We're also not Miracle Whip people, and we never will be. Who is this? What is all this we, we and people stuff? No. Once you put a ring on this finger, sir, you kiss that Miracle Whip goodbye. Nah, bruh. <laughs> I bought that. I bought that ring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and you bought the rights not to have Miracle Whip ever again. I bought the rights not to have Miracle Whip. You're 100% right about that. If you want some of this Miracle Whip, you ain't getting no more real Miracle Whip in a jar. You may have a point, but... Yeah. I'm going to go and just buy Secret Miracle Whip when I'm not at home. Well, I better not ever smell it on you, because gross. (laughs) What is that in your beard? What is that in your beard? <laughs> Give me that. Give me that right now. Let me. No, I would never ever do that. If this tastes like miracle whip, you are out of here, Mister. You are out of here. Uh, no. By the way, no. We can't take your your uh, flavor profile seriously because you are also a non Oreo person because of the cream, you psychopath. That's <laughs> too sweet, and it, I don't like the consistency of it. It's just like sugar that's like concentrated. Wow, you just explained the reason why everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Everyone just said, "Yeah, that's the reason to eat it." What are you even talking about? I'm not a real big sweets person, so it's too much. Come on, son. I mean, I like them when they're like saturated in milk, but I don't like to lick the cream out of it. You're like, oh man, you know what's disgusting? Melted cheese on bread in the microwave, ew. But you know what's really good? Soggy cookies. I love soggy cookies. Like Oreos. (laughs) Who doesn't like to dip them in milk? Dip them in milk, but you are a sog person. (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> a song person? You just like, was that some kind of slur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, overly gross when it comes yeah. to Oreos. No, you're like, oh man, get that gross cream out of there. I want to dunk these cooks. No, I, like if I was dunking it in milk, I would leave the cream in. <laughs> <laughs> but like I to eat the cream out of it, like I'd rather eat the cookie. I just don't know. Like you're such a wonderful person <laughs> that it oh, outshines. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, I mean it. I truly do. Because <laughs> if you weren't, there's no way that you would be able to outshine the fact that you don't like Oreos because of the cream. Well, I just you're don't. talking to a person who has sliced up three to four Oreos allegedly and combine them to make one 
you know, quintuple stuffed Oreo or octuple stuffed Oreo. I just can't eat that much sugar. I don't like it. You're wrong. I don't like it. You're just wrong. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I don't like that's insane. I work with someone who doesn't like watermelon. Yeah, that's weird. That's... Like, what is there not to like about watermelon? Okay. It's sweet. It's water. It's melon. I understand the the logic of it because he said when he was a kid, he he did that thing where you, like, cut a hole in a watermelon and you upturn a bottle of alcohol into it of some kind. Okay. And then you eat the watermelon and get drunk. And he's like, I ate it and I got so sick and I puked watermelon forever. Which, I get that. I get being like, no. Because when I was a kid, I love to make or i love my mom used to make me uh cinnamon sugar toast oh yeah and i was like i can do this myself i've seen the steps there's only three there's toast there's butter there's cinnamon there's sugar toast butter cinnamon sugar that's four steps (laughs) but i can do this so i did i got all the stuff i combined it all together and i put extra sugar on because i was like (laughs) I get all the sugar I want. I and have then a I, feeling where the story's leading. I took a big giant bite out of it. And, and you exclaimed, nailed it! I, yeah, <laughs> I exclaimed, nailed it. My tongue shriveled up like so many slugs Ugh. because I had poured salt all over it. Ugh. And for probably close to a decade, I would not eat salt. Like, I wouldn't put salt on anything if I would ask every time. I'm like, is there salt in this? I cannot eat this if there is any salt. I will not eat salt. So I get him not wanting watermelon, but I eventually, because I eventually came around. Like, this man is in his 50s, and he is like, no, no watermelon. Well, Anna, I'm sure it tastes completely different when there's no alcohol in it, because it doesn't have that, like, bitter bite to it. But I imagine that's what, like, helps the alcohol go down is the sweetness of the watermelon. Yeah, but I would assume that it tastes completely different without alcohol. So uh, I can understand his aversion to it because like whenever I was like in my early 20s um, at some party I went to, someone brought out this like cinnamon alcohol. Uh, Like what is What was that stuff? It wasn't Uh, Goldschlager. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that, but I don't drink that either. Like it was something cheap. I think it was called Hot Damn or something like that. And it Shout was like out to Matt Goldschlager. Go ahead. <laughs> it was red and like it tastes like cinnamon. And I like got drunk off of that. And then the next day I was like, like completely ill from it. And I had to work. I was a waitress at this restaurant, and I like still had to work anyway. And I would like keep <laughs> taking breaks because I was in there in the bathroom like throwing up red hot. cinnamon alcohol so after that i was like no i don't think i like cinnamon that much anymore it's crazy because i tried goldschlager less than a handful of times when i was a kid and within the past year remember i bought that what is that stuff everybody loves now fireball Mm. Ugh, no because i was like i didn't even want to try that because of my previous experience well i love whiskey and i was like i've heard everyone talk about how Fireball whiskey is great, and da da da. So I was like, I bought one of those little like not like the ones that are just bigger than an airplane bottle, and uh, drank that thing. And dude, that was terrible. Yeah. I have drank 
dog like basically just like mop water whiskey before in my life <laughs> and i guarantee you it was leaps and bounds better than fireball whiskey if you are within the sound of my voice and you drink fireball whiskey on a regular basis if you just sit back with a nice cool glass of fireball whiskey and think to yourself mm, and then yes. drink it you're the worst you're the worst i i'm gonna suggest to you right now buy go to the liquor store Go to the whiskey area, buy any whiskey, any single one. Go to the, look at the bottom shelf. First of all, push the fireball out of the way <laughs> and then go behind that and then get what's behind it. And it's better than fireball whiskey. And then you'll just eventually work your way up until you get to whatever is good. I don't know. I never made it past Johnny Walker and uh, what's the one? Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Well, what about Bullet. Like, that's like blackout drunk whiskey. Like, you can't just freaking drink a whole crap ton of that. No, bullet's no joke. Yeah, like, that makes your, like, face go numb and your extremities. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, like... It's, a, it's akin to, uh, what is it when you, like, frostbite? Yeah. <laughs> My nose is black, but I think that's just because my vision's going. I should have another shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to heat up my inner core. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm getting too cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's what level that's on. Like it's good whiskey, but it's like you can't go crazy with it because it'll take you down quick. Well, it's good, but like I got to a point to where I didn't like the taste of it as much. Like I didn't mind. I don't know. I didn't mind shooting it, but I didn't like sipping, sipping on it. it. Well, I'm, I'm not a big sipper. Well, and that's the thing. Towards the end of my drinking career, I became <laughs> career. a on the ice. Or Those a, are professional guys. I was a super. Pro, I was like professional, and there's a lot of air quotes around that one. I was the service dog of professionals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I got to a point where I just like to. If it didn't taste good on ice, it was not worth my time. And bullet to me didn't taste. I just didn't like the taste of the rye or whatever it was. If, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I wasn't a sipper, more of a shooter. So the but, end of that story is, if you drink Fireball whiskey, please, please get in touch with me. Email me, please. Untrainedipod at gmail dot com. Attention, DJ. Please help. Whiskey. And I will just, I will do all the research I need to do. And that is not a euphemism for I'm going to go out and drink a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> uh, Another one that's kind of like boys, Wild Turkey. Like, that's a serious one, too. Yeah, I remember Wild Turkey getting loose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like Jameson is good, but it's it's like an everyday, like, what's the, whiskey. What's, what's the word? It doesn't. Uh, it's like a... It's like an all-around, it's like a... Like general? Yeah, general's almost it. Man, what is the word? It's like a... I don't know. It's a universal. There it is. Yeah. It's like, if you want whiskey and someone's like, I have Jameson, you're like, you're damn right you have Jameson. Let's do this. Yeah, that is acceptable. <laughs> um, But, like, like, wild turkey and bullet, I feel like they're both on that next level frostbite tip. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I know I was too much of a professional, is I just never got that numb feeling anymore. I was just like, you know, yeah, you just said it. When, you're, when your face goes numb, and you're like, ha, ah, I'm drunk now. Yeah. Like, I never got that. I was literally chasing the dragon on that. And then, folks, I got gout. <laughs> At the age the of 34. 
Someone said to me, people try and convince me that it wasn't because of drinking, that it was, by the it way. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. I'm like, please, keep drinking. <laughs> yeah, you don't ruin this thing we've got going. No, because I did eat like a freaking garbage can, uh, mm-hmm. and I did drink a lot, but uh, by the way, before I knew I had gout, the when I thought my ankle was sprained, do you know, do you remember what my, I was like, oh God, we don't really have any pain relievers. What should I do for the pain in my foot? I know. I'll drink two giant glasses oh, of scotch. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, you might not know this because if you're the under the age of, I don't know, 70 or whatever it is when you get gout. <laughs> I would you, say closer to probably 50. Uh, The number one cause of gout, number one is alcohol. And do you know what makes it go crazy once you're already uh, in an inflammation state? More alcohol. That is the worst thing you could do. So I was literally dragging my foot like I was trying to get brains for Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> like into this thing, into the, uh, what was it? The, it was uh, like an uh, uh, urgent care. Yeah, which, yeah. To a freaking doctor who quoted, uh, what did he quote? He quoted Sherlock Holmes. He said, he, so basically he quoted Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and whoever came up with Occam's Razor to me. And then gave me that look like, huh? Right? But he was right about the diagnosis. I don't know why you're so like... He didn't do any tests. And when I asked him... He didn't do any tests, but somehow it turns out you had exactly what he said you had. Your face is what you said he had. Oh, my face is the gout? No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Other than the fact that I have it. (laughs) 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 All right, you win that Uh... one. No, but by the way, this guy tells me, he's like, he says the the <laughs> Sherlock quote to me. He's like, oh, and all other, whatever the stupid thing is. And he, basically, I'm, I'm proving how stupid he thought I was. Does that make sense? No. I think I just did it <laughs> twice. Basically, he made, the, made those two quotes to me, made a Sherlock quote and an Occam's Razor quote. And then when I somehow was able to work in the guy that created Segways died on a Segway by flying off a cliff, he just looked at me like I was stupid. (laughs) And I was like, sir, you are a doctor at an urgent care. Do not look at me with those steely blue eyes you have. That was the other thing that made me mad is he was very tall and very good looking. And I was like, you need to get out of here. I wasn't. I was like, yeah, his ankle's hurting. Yeah, <laughs> my I, ankle hurts too. Can yeah, you, I need to talk to you outside for a second about the di- the prognosis, <laughs> doctor. Like he is not a doctor. He is still anyway. He should be on Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, that, he was a striking man. I was. I think that was part of my uh, anger with him. That is funny. <laughs> Well, considering before, like when you had to go to urgent care before, there a do- the doctor that came in to see you, we go like he leaves, and the first thing I say to you is, "We can't believe anything this old fat man says," and you're like, "What? Why?" Because do you do you remember why I said? Did he have like uh, his clothes are a little bit disheveled or something? Okay, if he had like slightly wrinkly clothes, that's one thing. It was like the end of the day. No, his pants clearly needed to be hemmed. And they were just like, they were too long. So you could see where he had been stepping on the back of his pants and worn it out. 
So th- oh. there was just like a shoe-shaped hole in the back, if that even makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense to you, it's because it's not something that you would imagine a doctor would have on his pants. And my whole point was is that if you can't take care of your pants, a thing <laughs> that helps you shield yourself from the elements, what in the world makes you think that this guy's going to be able to help you cure what ails you? Yeah, I guess. Like... Yeah, you don't want a doctor that looks like me. <laughs> no, you want a doctor that quotes Sherlock Holmes to you and is a stunt double for anyone who is in the Baywatch movie or show. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> as long as his pants are him properly. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't there and I didn't have to feel threatened by a uh, you know six foot three <laughs> doctor in very well fitting scrubs. Uh, <laughs> Look off and remember. <laughs> I mean, it's legit. Nah, I will stab. But bo- there's I will no stab him to... in front of you. That is hilarious. With Occam's razor, I'll stab him. <laughs> I mean, I think he was just trying to express his point in a way that you wouldn't understand how he came to his conclusion. I don't think he was trying to make you feel dumb. Like, he, he didn't have the tools to do that kind of test there. He... All he could do was make a best guesstimate, and it turned out he was right. So he's not only handsome, he's also smart. Laugh it up. Laugh it up. No, listen. Basically, what what happened, What honestly, what made me mad about the whole thing was what his conclusion was is what I could have gotten to had I Googled for 30 more minutes. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Like, probably. Although but I will say, he, whatever Google told me was definitely your ankle is sprained or broken. Uh, so that's why I was like, yeah, man, it's definitely that. That's why it's I time can't to walk. go to the uh, urgent care. But, like, I felt really bad for you then because, like, you could definitely tell that you're in a lot of pain. Like, Dude, gout is no joke. I'm going to tell you something right now. I have been hit by a car and it felt nothing like. I've been, I was hit by a car. I landed on my face, and I slid for long enough that when the doctors saw me, they were like, you are never going to grow facial hair. Thankfully, I have a luscious beard now to prove them (laughs) all wrong, but that didn't hurt even a fraction as much as gout did. And I got it in a spot you don't normally get it, which is your ankle. You normally get it like near your your big big toe. toe. Which is weird. This has been Gout Talk with DJ and Beth. Fun. Yeah. And it all stemmed from a man who doesn't like watermelon because of alcohol. Maybe he was right. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Like someone you work with? Is that what you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I disagree. Well, what about Matt? He doesn't like, um, not watermelon, he doesn't like strawberries because of the seeds. I feel like we just sold him out. Well, he doesn't like it. Like, you can hardly even tell there are seeds in it, I think. But one time I bit, like, I was at work and someone brought in some strawberries because they, like, it was like strawberry season. And so they bought a big flat and, like, washed them at home and brought them in. And I was like, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) And I bit into one of the strawberries and I saw, like, I, like, pulled it back and I saw a worm, like, going into the other side of it. And I was like, okay, well, I don't like strawberries anymore either. Okay, can I tell you, I would have loved, I would have cherished a worm 
because I, I, if I can find it, I will post the picture on Instagram. I once bit into an apple, Ugh. and it looked like peanut butter in the middle. It was so brown and like mushy. Yeah. I have never. I seriously do not like. I'm not one of those like. Oh, I take a bite and get grossed out, and then I'll throw up everywhere. That is the only time. <laughs> I did yeah, throw up, but didn't I came it look real close. Normal on the outside, yes. even like the bite that you took looked yes. like regular. Just the core was rotten. Uh, he sent me a picture of it. I think but, I have it on Facebook. I am in a. Yeah, that was disgusting. But like after a while, I did start eating strawberries again, but only if I chopped them up. <laughs> like I didn't risk just biting into one. I'm trying to think, there's something that I used to eat, or I still eat that. Is like that. Like had something gross on it? Not or? gross, but like something like seeds. I can't remember. Who cares? Seeds. What a stupid segue. That, or a uh, non sequitur that was. You know, I remember some food I ate. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, we've eaten a lot of food in our lifetime. Not me, man. That's a lie. I only ate like You're once or twice. You're not even a good liar. <laughs> he doesn't I ate poop so either. little food. <laughs> that was, by the way, I never thought of it like that until... Kumail Nanjiani he used to have this show uh, The Indoor Kids or a, a podcast called The Indoor Kids with his wife and he told that story of when he was a kid he like thought pooping he hated the fact that he had to poop so he was obsessed with trying to eat the right amount because he, he was like yeah he's like he understood the fact that you eat food and it makes poop come out and he was like maybe if I eat the perfect amount of food it'll just turn to energy and I'll never have to poop again <laughs> No. Like, and that's when I almost died as a kid because I was <laughs> starving myself, basically. I'm trying to think if I did anything. It seems anything. like there was someone else recently that thought that same thing. I don't know who it is. Like a famous person or one of our Just dumb some friends? random person. No, I don't think it's someone that we know in person. Is it somebody that we used to know? <clears throat> no. No, it wasn't. Somebody. Did you tell me there was a story about that guy? Gautier? Like, yeah. No, I just... Uh, I finally looked at Big Boy's Instagram page, and he was putting up uh, music that he thought or that he considered classics or like timeless classics. And that Godier, somebody that I used to know, was one of them. Mm. And there was somebody. It's almost worth finding the 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 guy's comment, but it basically was like somebody commented on it. it was like Big Boy, I've been a fan for a long time, but seriously, what the f is going on with this man? He's like, this is some weird... I don't understand what you're doing here. This is not you. I, I don't know if I can continue on. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. He can like whatever he wants. And it's music. Like, if he can take inspiration from anything, including something like that. Well, yeah, because another one of them was uh, Don McLean's American Pie. Mm -hmm. And I, I just... I, well, you never know what kind of sentimental value a song like that might have for someone. Like you it's not your job to judge what kind of music they like. Like they're allowed to like other things besides what they create for you. Well, I love Outcast and I think I would have probably been guilty of it too years ago <laughs> of thinking no, a Big Boy is the serious rapper man, and Andre 3000 is the rapper crazy guy who wears a kilt sometimes. Yeah. And has pink hair at times as well. Well, I mean, I feel like they have always been, like, out-of-the-box type rappers, even based on just their wardrobe. Like, whenever I first saw their 
uh, one of their first album covers, I was like, who are these crazy guys? Because it didn't look normal. Like, they were wearing all kinds of weird, like, furs and, like, I don't know. Like, they didn't look normal, but that's part of the beauty of their unity. They Yeah. By the way, if you are even an adjacent fan of Outkast and you haven't listened to... If you've never listened to or if it's been years since you've listened to Speaker Box, uh, The Love Below... Please do yourself a favor and listen to it. I, about a month ago, uh, was at work and was able to just listen to the whole, both albums straight through. Man, those were such good, crazy albums. Because Big Boys, again, like, it, it, they're so different, but it's, I I don't know. I clearly have a way with words, so that's why I am also a secret rapper. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... Yeah, I don't know. If you love music and you love, you know, just the, I I think I don't I don't think that I ever realized until I re-listened to especially Andre's album Love Below, like how much out of the box both of those two really went uh, throughout their entire careers, just because, like especially with Andre through that he had there's one where he does basically like a hip hop instrumental version of my favorite things. Oh yeah. From uh, sound of music. Mm-hmm. Is it like, it's, I don't know, but like, it's like hip hop instrumental, but it's like on the piano, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But there's so also it's still like, like classical at the same time. Like, yeah. Point is Godier. You used to know him. Yeah, and that's a great song. And again, like you don't know what kind of sentiment that revives in someone. So to sit there and like try to judge something that they've said they like is ridiculous and that's not your that's not up to you. And I can't imagine anyone would uh fault Andre for anything that he liked. I can't imagine him being like, I love Godier and people being like, What? This is ridiculous, Andre three thousand you put some jeans on and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. We're assuming he's wearing the kilt still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I think they're pretty amazing what they do. Together and separately. Yeah, I listened to Big Boy's new album too. It was on Amazon uh, Music. Mm-hmm. And man, very good. I'll have to check it out. It's really good. But, like, um, what about the, like, Burt Kreischer seeing him at the airport? Dude, that is, his reaction (laughs) is what we all strive, like, it's what we all would like to do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because, like, if you saw Big Boy, like, just showing up at the airport and you were there, (laughs) like, what would you do if you actually recognized him? I wonder how many times, like, we pass celebrities and don't even realize it. You know what's crazy? What I think about you—you you think about the fun version of that. I think all the time about stuff like uh, how many, how many people that have murdered someone or will murder someone have we interacted with in a weird way that we would be like, Jesus, thank God I didn't say one more thing to that person. Yeah, <laughs> like flipping someone off. Like flipping someone <laughs> off and having them chase you. Yeah, by the way, that's a true story, and I no longer flip people off because I was chased <laughs> by some crazy guy. I was in my car, and he was on foot <laughs> and chased me. Like, it was really, really scary because I 
passed them. I passed two people that were like walking across the road. I was driving up towards them and like I was a thousand feet away, I would say, and I could see them and they were like lollygagging. And then um, <laughs> like at the last minute, they like stepped up onto a median. Were you like coming up to an intersection or just driving down the road or what? I was coming up to an intersection, but like the guy like stepped up on the median to get out of the way of my car, which I wasn't, there was no danger of me hitting him. And he like bowed his arms out like, like he was trying to like tell me something <laughs> or whatever. the car. <laughs> yeah. Because I was driving in an area that he deemed was his uh, realm, I guess. I don't know. So, like, whenever I passed by him, he, like, threw his arms up, and I shot him a bird. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, when I was driving, I um, ended up coming to a red light. (laughs) Like, that was, I don't know how far away that was. Maybe, like, 500 feet, I guess. And so, like, I looked in my rearview mirror, and I could see those. It was two people, and they looked, like, downtrodden. Like, the guy that threw his arms up was wearing like really dirty clothes that he looked like he had been wearing for a few days and the other person had like different colored hair and like they looked like they had been like on a party spree or something and that i don't know what they were doing out and about but and you were like hey are you having a bad day f you man (laughs) hey he started it he started it he did but anyway so i like drove past him and then um, when I was driving by, like I had to stop at a red light in the turn lane that I was in to make a left <laughs> turn to go home. And so I looked back and I see them like getting like amped up and they're like shooting birds towards my car. Ah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is getting crazy. So they're like, they're both doing it. And then I see the guy, the dirty looking guy, like starting to run. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and so then he starts like running down there and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I had to freaking turn the opposite direction of the lane I was in and like merge into traffic that was like going across. And I narrowly like <laughs> escaped him. And then I like made a U-turn so I could go back the way I was supposed to be going. And then whenever I did that, the guy had ran across the intersection while tra- like cars were going <laughs> And was still coming after me. So I had to like hurry up and like turn into this other parking lot and then make another U-turn and turn into another parking lot to get back on my correct path. So after that, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to shoot any more birds because (laughs) that was crazy because I don't know what that guy would have done. Like who runs after someone's car? (laughs) Uh, An insane person. Uh, yeah, I was terrified, but, like, I freaking maneuvered out of there. It's a good thing I was the first one at the light, or else I wouldn't have been able to get out of it. Yeah. Because... there was a way to have avoided that to begin with. Well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, I mean, he threw his arms up, so I threw him a finger, but... By the way, you're just playing into that stereotype of, like, women doing things that guys are like, we would just never do that. (laughs) There's just too much of a chance we would get beaten up or shot. Where women are like, not me. Watch this. Ping. Yeah. You better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't think that was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Yeah, you think, huh? That's, That's pretty crazy. Well, I mean, it, like, I don't think that I would, like, 
just stand there and take it if someone was trying to be abusive to in any way towards me. But, like, I'm not going to antagonize it just some ra- random person anymore. Anymore. Like, okay, it's not, <laughs> like, it's not worth it. Like, if he wants to throw his arms up, I'm passing him. I don't, I don't really care. That's hilarious because me, you and I were going to Walmart one day. I, you got to remember this. And they were like, we were walking down... We were walking down the aisle. We were almost to to the actual store, and <laughs> we were walking next to these two other girls. So we basically had like the row aisle blocked, uh, but we were j- again we were just like walking across so we could get into the store. And this dude behind us starts honking. <laughs> Was this recently? Like two yeah. or three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he starts honking. And I turn around to be like, hey, you can wait your turn or something <laughs> stupid. And I look over and I see a guy with all the windows down in a car that's all beat up. And this dude is <laughs> clearly <laughs> this dude is clearly sweating and he has tattoos on his face. And I had my mouth open to say something. And I just looked over at him and took a breath in and was like, here we go into Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not like, worth it. No, because that dude definitely would have thrown. Yeah, I don't even know if he would have put his car in park. He would have just gotten out of it and beat <laughs> me to death <laughs> in front of you yeah. as you were like, "DJ, do something." <laughs> no. Should I flick him off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, yeah, I think you did the right thing. That would have been a save yourself, Bethany, type of uh, ordeal. <laughs> yeah. Run! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't God. know. But, it like, there's definitely a thrill and, like, a relief of, like, giving someone the what for back, but... It's not. It's not worth it, especially because <laughs> we were that close to making it across anyway, and that's it. I was like, hmm, I'm about to feel good about myself. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't want someone to get the upper hand on you or like make you feel less than or whatever. So, like, be, by responding in kind, you're like, I'm not taking your crap. But you know what? I also assume that guy would have stopped and just gotten out and beat me to death, but he probably could have just kept going forward and run me and you and maybe those other two girls over too while honking his horn while honking his horn and pointing at his face tattoos and be like didn't you see didn't you see (laughs) i just wanted to go home yeah i'm so hot (laughs) there's no ac in here my windows are down what is the matter with you yeah i mean I don't know, but I am going to go ahead and holster these birds. <laughs> yeah, good plan. That is a good plan. It's going to make me feel better. It may, you know what? Now that you've done, that you've taken on that trait of you know patience, like you know what? I'll take a beat. It makes me get like one degree less anxiety when you're like, I'll be home in forty five minutes, and then an hour later, you're not home. Like, I, it helps me not to immediately go into, like, crisis mode of, like, oh, my God, I'm single now. Bethany's dead. She crashed. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. I can take that scenario out of it. I'm like, maybe it was a hydroplaning accident. She definitely didn't flick anyone off anymore. No one ran her off the road because of something she did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what does that mean? 
Did you just move that aggression into driving? You're like, get out of the way, stupid. Like, running people off the road. Now I honk my horn when I go to Walmart. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. The windows are already down. You have a little spray bottle of water. You spray on your face. You're like, look at this. Or I, like, roll up to people and spray it on them. Oh, my God. Do you know how funny that would be? Oh, people would lose their mind, though. Because if someone sprayed you with some foreign juice, like, what would you... If they were walking, I would I would do everything but murder them. I would definitely break something of theirs. And you know what's funny is I say that having been somebody who laughed at Tom Cruise whenever he had that happen to him. Cause like, Man, he was so mad. Yeah, it's funny because I saw that happen and was like, that is hilarious. And then someone did say, they were like, what if that happened to you? I'm like, oh yeah, I would murder that person. <laughs> <laughs> but not if you're Tom Cruise. You have to stand there and just be like, oh, seriously, dude? <laughs> yeah, I was giving you an interview. <laughs> I was trying to be serious about my movie, A River Runs Through It, or some other movie I've been in. He was in. not in that. What that was, was a movie? Brad Pitt movie. What was the movie he was in that was like that? He was in... Wasn't it Fly Fish? There was Fly Fishing, I feel like. That Tom Cruise was in? Yeah. Wasn't there a movie? like the, it Legend. Have, yeah. It might have <laughs> even had a, a like the word river in the movie title. Mm, I don't know. Because there were two movies. Maybe they were both Brad Pitt movies. Like A River Runs Through It. And, and Legends of the Fall. A Tale of Two Rivers. No. A story about Joan Rivers and her daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds legit. It's about plastic surgery. That's just rude. That's true. Um, no, like I don't, I can't think of any Tom Cruise movies like that. There was Jerry Maguire. There was. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mag- what what are the one really good movies that he's in? The, uh, the Mission Impossible one. Yeah, those are the best ones. Dude, I've heard the new one is out of control. Yeah, I, yes. I like to see it because, like, I remember going to see the first one with uh, my friend Shanna and her uncle. Like, he used to always take us to the movies. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. He was, like, fat. He wasn't fat. Remember, he just had those prosthetic arms that made his arms look big. But and in the like movie, he, his character was. Was he? At the, that he was like a, I don't think too? that. Yeah, he, yeah, and he was bald. I know he was bald. That's so And he, God. like, dances. That was such <laughs> a good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really funny. Far and Away, that's the movie I was thinking of. Oh, I love that movie. I can't believe I didn't think of it. But he's fishing in that? I don't think so. I think he was. No. Like, that is one of the best movies I think there ever oh, was. Oh, look at the like, synopsis. A movie where Tom Cruise fishes for That is an not the synopsis. You're a liar. That's what it says. But, like, romantic movies, like, that was one of the best ones. If you like period pieces. Um it's a piece, all right. Oh, got no, him. No, it was a really, <laughs> really good movie. And it was whenever him and Nicole Kidman were actually together, and they did that movie together. So that added an extra layer, uh, layer. of romanticism to it. So, like, that's one of my favorite movies. Sorry for making fun of it. I had to get my obligatory one dad joke in. It's all good. I still love it. The movie, not the joke. I mean, that's just really rude. Was it? First your cosmetic joke about the rivers is... And now you're messing with your own husband. Just not cool, man. Well, I mean, you were messing with me. You are making fun of something that I was like, oh my god, I love this thing. What, flicking people off? Yeah, yeah. I should be making fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, don't flick people now off. Now I'll just bed. have to do it to you. Like when I get home, I'll be like, hey, DJ. <laughs> do you know how many people cut me off today? This is how many. I'll be like, two? I'll be like, no. Too many. <laughs> yeah, too, too many. Yeah, I'm trying not to have so much like road rage like i don't have road rage per se but i feel like sometimes i get into like a contest with people like trying to maneuver around traffic dude i feel you on that i'm gonna tell you something like i my experience with my own road rage is why it's a cautionary tale for both sides if you're like someone who antagonizes people or you're someone who gets antagonized like just not to engage because just Here's just one fun story. I'll just tell you the the highlights because it's mostly boring. But someone did something to me, who knows what, and I decided that I didn't have anywhere better to be, so I was going to follow this person, (laughs) and I was going to get them back because I needed to get them back. So I got off at the exit because this was on the interstate. I got off in an exit that was not even close to where I was supposed to be getting off at. This was in my own personal truck, though, thank God. If it was in a work truck, it definitely would not have happened. But followed this dude, uh, like, thought I was slick, like, did the, like, I'll stay one car behind him, and then before he knows it, I'm going to zoom up there, I'm going to brake check him so hard. Oh, man. And I finally, this was, like, three or four miles off the interstate now. I'm following (laughs) this guy, okay? Jeez, psycho. Yes. And so we get to the, I get to the moment of truth and I'm going to hurry up and get in front of him and I'm going to slam on my brakes and I'm going to, ha ha, got him. No. Because I I have a piece of garbage that can't go very fast so he just heard my, (gasps) what? like trying to get around him i actually see him look over at me and i give him the look like yeah it's about to happen so i get in front of him which i'm now i'm convinced he let me do because (laughs) i got in front of him i slam on my brakes he didn't come close to me because he knew that a psychopath now is what he was dealing with uh so i tried to brake check him it didn't work he just went around me and kept going and i was like I think I Does lost. Does that make you even more angry? Yes. You're like, oh, I have to go all the way to your house now. I did think about it. Oh, my god! I was like, I wonder what this guy would do if I just followed followed him all the way down to the wire and then just looked at him and did the, like, finger point to the eye and then point at him. Like, I know where you're at. Like, what makes me, like, super angry? Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish this because it sounds like oh, that's I just... Thought, I <laughs> no. thought you were done. But, no, the... Basically, the end of that story is is that uh, that and maybe one or two other incidents uh, that might have maybe were more or less intense than that uh, led to me finally having a come to Jesus, don't flip people off moment where I was like, you know, this is a bad this is a bad idea. I'm going to get killed, I think, <laughs> because basically the last time. The short version of that is somebody turned it around on me like I was messing with them on the interstate because I they slighted me and I kept <laughs> messing with them, kept messing with them. And then finally, dude got sick of it. P.S. He was in a work truck and was like, don't care anymore and got behind me and started like, Ugh, like coming up like he was going to hit me and putting his brights on and like swerving oh into me and stuff. And I was like. <gasps> like I he was like candy cane <laughs> yeah basically and I was like <gasps> so finally we got to the exit where I was getting off at and I was like I thought to myself I was like oh my god I am officially on the other side of this now because if this guy follows me 
I don't know if he's not going to like at the at the very least smash my head in. And he didn't get off at that exit. Thank you good lord jesus for saving me that day but i couldn't help myself and just gave him a wave like i waved as i was getting off the interstate he waved back at me like all right we're done here and that was the last time i ever did anything to anyone because i was like i (laughs) might have taken it too far yeah i would say so gosh listen i mean you gotta learn somehow i'm a but did you like note the business name on his work truck. If I had, if I had seen it, I would have called them to be like, you got a good one. You got a good egg there. He's clearly not a murderer and you should give him a promotion. Preferably something at a desk where he can no longer drive. (laughs) I don't know if I wouldn't have called him and like, this guy tried to run me (laughs) off the road. (laughs) I would not do that, by by the the way. way. Especially if I was antagonizing them. As someone who has a work truck with a phone number on the side of it, who I've had people call uh, my place of business on me when I've done literally nothing. Like, this guy's all over the road. I'm like, that's not even possible. What He's driving too slow. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, sorry, you were about to say something and I cut you off to finish. Oh, well, it's gone now. <laughs> I don't remember. Ridiculous. Oh, whoa, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Like, what drives me insane is whenever people on the interstate um are in the slow lane and that's how you have to like get on when you're like merging on and they there's no one beside them or anywhere else but they're like oh i'm not gonna let you get on like i'm just gonna drive the same speed as you or like (laughs) speed up or slow down to just stay right in your way so you can't get on even though i could just get over and let you get on i'm gonna make it dangerous for both of us because i'm an idiot like, that drives me insane, like, because when you're trying to get on, like, you're trying to get up to speed so you can merge in and, like, be at the same speed as traffic, um, but also you have to, like, uh, what is it, like, like judge how fast whoever's in that lane is going so you can decide whether you need to speed up or, like, slow down or... Uh, maybe even stop. <laughs> well, which you should never do. People, that's the thing. I learned probably the wrong way eventually, which was I worked for a place for a while that I had to drive a truck, uh, like just a regular like a F three fifty or two fifty with a trailer on it, like mm-hmm. a giant dump trailer. And uh, one thing that I learned is that people will get out of your way eventually. Uh, so I subscribe to the, I'm going to get up to speed and I'm coming in. You can like let that happen or not, but one way or another, I'm going to be where you think I'm not going to be. Yeah. But if two people have that same mindset, that's, (laughs) could not turn out well. Well, and that's why it's a bad habit because (laughs) when you have a truck with a trailer on the back, people tend to yield eventually because they're like, well, I'm going to lose this fight. Yeah, well, that happened to me the other day when I was trying to get on the interstate. This person with a tr- uh, with a big truck and a trailer uh, was driving the same speed as me until I went to get on, and then they decided to go faster, and so I had to like pretty much slam on my brakes and like try to merge in behind them because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that concludes Traffic Talk with Beth and DJ. I'm not sure that it does. (laughs) 
It definitely does, because now we're just complaining about traffic and bragging about how we get through traffic. Hey, yeah. did you see the way I pushed that gas pedal? Man, I pushed it all the way down. Well, yeah. I mean, that's annoying, but also it's really, this is the last thing. I cannot believe we are not concluding traffic talk. We're I'm not concluding find... it. There's one more thing that drives me nuts. So. No, it's okay. I'm going to find a headline to not read the body of the article of. All right. I like it. I'm going to extend my thing, too. Okay, good. <laughs> Sounds really good. Um, yeah. But the other thing <laughs> that drives me mental is whenever we're like we're on the interstate and there's like three people in three lanes a three lane interstate three people driving side by side holding everyone back like that makes me want to like drive on the shoulder <laughs> and like try to ram them out of the way <laughs> like yeah. good i hate that and if you like try to ride someone's bumper to get them to move out of the way, they're like, go around me, go around. <laughs> but you can't. Because, <laughs> like, sometimes, like, if it's possible, I will try to push people out of the way. Like, get out of the fast lane if you're driving slower than the person behind you. <laughs> So you have some feelings. Yeah, so that concludes traffic talk for this week. Man, I looked so hard. For a new topic? Yeah. No, not for a new topic, for but for just something that everyone will be like, why didn't you read the whole article? <laughs> Thomas Markle says Duchess Meghan and the royal family cut me off completely. Well, he seems like a jerk. Like, instead of, like, embracing the fact that his daughter has just become royalty, he's like, I'm going to try to be famous, too, by being a jerk. Typical fat white guy. <laughs> She's nothing without me. That's what he said. Her papa. Whatever. All right. So, I think we're to just about the end of this thing. Oh, it, really? Yeah. How long have we been doing it? It's been going on for over an hour, my, my friend. Oh, well, I thought we were... I don't know. I had some more topics to bring up. Well, bring you... them up. What about Papa John? Bring them up. Bring them up. Oh, now the... he's suing Papa John's <laughs> for wrongful ter termination or whatever. Like he thinks he needs to be back at the head of the table. I read their word. He's going to like stage a coup and he's going to because he still owns like I think. I think he only owns like 29% of the company. But the... I'm sure I have something about that somewhere. Something like he's still the the people that he's owns that thirty percent with. They still have the ability to buy, you know, the remaining the remaining stock that they would need to have the uh, the majority share. Mm -hmm. So if they did do that, boy, would that be hilarious! What like if you got like fifty one percent? Or I mean, I just assume that's how it works. Yeah, like that's how you would get controlling interest i think you have to have more than half just make this a tv show i don't care Ma i don't what know is, i don't know if that's true actually what is that kevin spacey show <laughs> house of cards house of cards just make house of cards uh pizza edition <laughs> yeah house of pizza boxes um so yeah that huawei's got a foldable phone that's coming out next year is that Huawei? I thought it was it's Samsung. Samsung. No, Samsung's got... The, uh, maybe like, why do you need a foldable phone? You don't. I saw the like a video of the uh, this lady that had, I guess, what's supposed to be the demo version of it, and it looks 
uh, it looks like something that you would be like, wow, and then you would use for like a day and be like, this is this is more than I need, and you would go back to your old phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the benefit of it is because it seems like eventually it would be bent out of shape. Well, <laughs> like what's the purpose of folding it? I don't know. So you get like a tablet that can fold in half, basically more, more room, but like all of these don't make no difference to me because I've always got my phone in my pocket and I work outside basically with a bunch of dirt and debris. So more screen is not something I need. Like I already have enough trouble keeping screen protectors from not cracking or scratching or whatever. I don't need something that, what, what would they even have? Who cares? Not me. Yeah. I officially am an old man. I need the phone I have, and that's it. He needs a flip phone. If a flip phone could have Google News, the app on it, I would probably be okay with that. Mm. Well, um, something else that I read over the weekend was that there was this model from Kuwait that was fired from some beauty lines because of negative statements she made regarding like some Philippine workers. Mm-hmm. And um was it make my clothes you dirty Filipinos? No, uh, it was and I quote <laughs> make some clothes. Um, no, you was how can you, how can you have a servant at home who keeps their own passport with them? What's worse is they have one day off every week. So these <laughs> Yeah, like we. It's That's not- uh, an amazing because I imagine she was talking to like a reporter or something, not just like her bud. Uh, I think she may have posted that on like Twitter or something. Good for her. Show show how dumb you are to everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, she has a very unique look, but like she's been terminated from a lot of the major beauty lines because of that and like that goes back to that tv show that we watched uh american crime again like another storyline of that season with the migrant workers was a nanny that came from i don't one of the like island nations where they only speak french oh it's right there it's uh it's it's like haiti or it might be haiti i don't know where it was but anyway, like she got a job as a nanny and then um, her, uh, the person who hired her, like put her passport in her safe for safekeeping or whatever. And then like pretty much alienated her from the rest of the world. So oh, you're talking about the show. For a yeah, second, I that's thought, what I'm talking about. The show. I thought for a minute, I was like, God, this is exactly what happened in the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like that is something that I thought was more like few and far between. But now listening to this model saying that uh, Philippine workers shouldn't be able to keep their own passports because they might run away without getting the job done or whatever. Like that seems absolutely horrendous because it's like, that is even more real than I thought the show was. It's stuff like that. that makes me never want to leave. It makes me want to figure out how to work from home. And then I just want to block up all the windows and all the doors except for one, because that's where we'll get our Amazon deliveries. And then that'll be it. Yeah. And our door will not even be a door. It'll just be a slot big enough for a box to fit through. Yeah. And but we'll I didn't s- like I didn't realize that the Philippine workers were 
um, like going to Kuwait or wherever else to work. But I, I mean, I guess they like try to find work all over the world. But like, I didn't realize that that was a thing that they're, I guess, so-called masters or whatever would hold their passports. So I'm going to say something very unfounded, but I think I heard it on a podcast. So there you go. But I feel like I heard that there is more slavery now currently than there has ever been which is like devastating if it's true that's now that i've said it out loud that sounds preposterous well yeah because it seems like that because we've gotten over it here it seems like everyone should have but that's not the case but i don't know like that is very troubling and the fact that she was like oh well now they get a day off too like they're people (laughs) i don't know are you sure yeah i'm pretty sure prisoners aren't people so i mean what are people that work for you but but your own personal prisoners yeah but the model's name was sandos alcaton yep uh, definitely a name we'll all remember and know how to spell (laughs) yeah well i mean if you saw her pictures you probably would recognize her but was she is she a secret Tyra Banks. Is it Tyra Banks doing that show Secret Boss? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no days off. (laughs) So, another thing that I saw was that, like, on um, Made in America Day, (laughs) Donald Trump uh, was hosting that, I guess, and a lot of people were calling him a hypocrite because um, a lot of the items that he sells are made in China, Mm -hmm. and so they were, like, posting a lot of things about that. Um like posting his like personal collection and it'll show like a a tie or something and if you flip it over it's like made in china or made in mexico so a lot a lot of people were like pissed about that and like uh tweeting and posting on instagram and then um another thing with that is um like the make america great again hats that he was giving out uh, like Originally, those were made in China also. I want to say I saw something. It was Patton Oswalt or somebody that, that tweeted something about that. Like, ah, it's rich. I love it. It's me, Patton Oswalt, the funniest alt comic. Would he be that? Could be. But it said that like after considerable criticism, official MAGA hats uh, sold on the president's campaign website are now made in the U.S. Um, but people <laughs> online that claim free hats given away at rallies are still made in China. (laughs) So So what you're saying is, is that we need to go to one of those rallies, get one of those China hats and get Donald Trump to sign it is (laughs) what you're telling me. We definitely need to do. And to make it worth even more, we need to get yay to sign it as well. Oh yeah. 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 That definitely. (laughs) But well, he can't sign his name. He just has to put little fire emojis, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Because it seems a little, I guess, hypocritical, but... But of who? Of us or of him or of both or what? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we didn't know he was a businessman that was outsourcing his business uh, overseas before he decided to become the president. So, um, he knows how to get top dollar for what he's peddling by outsourcing it to the cheapest uh, makers. I don't know. I, but I have a lot of opinions that I just, 
I feel like if anyone already thought I was stupid, if I start talking too in depth about this, then they're going to realize how deep that well of dumb really is. <laughs> so I'll say, so. I agree or disagree, depending on what you think the situation calls for. Okay. Well, I DJ, just thought that was... 2020, running today. I don't know. But I just thought that was interesting that they were like, yeah, well, why isn't your stuff made in America if you're trying to make America great again? But, By the way, I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, that his what he's going to be running on in 2020 will be Keep America Great. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait. CAG? K-A-G? That doesn't have any... We're a bunch of CAGs. Yeah. We're CAGs of the machine. <laughs> um... <laughs> And one other thing about that is, like, protesters have been hanging outside the White House um, with signs that says treason ever since his meeting with Putin. They've just been hanging out there protesting. You know what's funny about those, any of those people out there protesting? The the ones that stay out there, like, I, we, I got to go to Washington, D.C. when I was a kid and there was that lady that was like she was like the staple you know she was uh, had been protesting out in front of the white house since you know for years she was i think she was protesting like nuclear war or just i don't know whatever it had something to do with nukes i didn't care at the time and i don't i didn't care to uh ever look into it but now thinking about it like we knew that she was going to be there because I remember whoever our chaperone was saying that this lady had been, you know, here protesting every day for however many years it was or whatever. Like that lady, whether she was right or not, I have more respect for her than those people that are out there right now uh, protesting Trump because I guarantee you, if they're out there a week, I'll be shocked. If they're out there a month, I might go, I might fly us down there to go and buy them a meal because that just seems insane. I just don't think they'll be there that long. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have to go back to their lives or they whatever. Don't. If they, listen, if it's something that, you, if you think, if you legitimately think that our country is being uh, flushed down the toilet that hard and that there it is irreversible unless you let everyone know and you cry from the hilltops and you make sure that this man doesn't become uh, president again, he can't have a second term, da-da-da. If you just decide you only need to spend a week on that and then you can just go back to your job, you don't actually believe that as hard as you think you do. I'm not saying you don't believe it. I'm not saying you don't still hold those convictions, but you don't hold them as deeply as you think you do. Because if you did, you would shun everything else to make sure that your you know goal was achieved. Because if it was, if it was truly that important, you wouldn't be able to focus on anything else. Nothing else would make sense other than that thing that was so important that you had to go and protest because, you know what? We're going to get whatever. Whatever they thought they were going to get out of it, as soon as they get it or something close, they'll be gone. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. But, like, I read, too, that some celebrities were intending on, like, joining the protest. And... Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Were those well, the same ones that were going to leave when he and go to Canada whenever he got uh <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, too, that they were doing that. Because, Sorry, like, that was... Like, I think that was crazy that he didn't uh, acknowledge what our U.S. intelligence said 
there he was like no 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 <laughs> he told me that that's not true so it's just not true wait who what hold like, on like donald trump said that about putin when they did the investigation uh, into uh the russian summit or whatever i don't i don't know exactly like the what was i going to say the 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 the, the voter fraud or whatever that may have happened was it that or was it his son like meeting with a russian oh yeah see this is it this is the well well i don't swimming back to the top yeah me too but (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know either i probably shouldn't even brought it up no it's fine because you know maybe well i don't know exactly but like the fact that he didn't believe our intel like our intelligence officials here and then oh had to go and confirm with pooty poot yeah and then came back and basically called them liars um like that kind of (laughs) hurts well they're they're insider elitist uh politicians man you can't trust them you gotta trust men that know men that lead like vladimir putin yeah but i mean that kind of makes it seem like the coercion is accurate if he's still like no 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 (laughs) what they say is true not what you guys are saying (laughs) america kind of sucks (laughs) what they're saying is true yeah we fist bumped on it i believe what the man said he's a good man yeah i mean i don't want this show to be about politics because clearly i don't follow it well enough to be like hey no this is the importance of that but like i don't know like that those two things seemed interesting enough to me to be like hey this is what's happening no i just don't want you to get sucked down the rabbit hole that i used to go down for years like i used to be so freaking dialed into everything that was going on politically that I had an opinion on everything, and this is how we were going to fix it, and da 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 and just freaking, there was enough in my life to drive me insane, but I was like, no, I need to make myself at least two times more insane by forcing this political nonsense into my head. Yeah. And I, I mean, life- I, I don't feel like I'm at risk of that, because I don't. I don't know, like, now that we're on, like, Instagram and Twitter all the time, I see all these different things that people post about it. So sometimes I'll read a political um, article, but I don't, like, that's not my main interest. No, see, the, you'll know you're going down a dark path once you start listening to uh, a podcast, a politically-leaning podcast. No. Like, if you find yourself going, what does this Ben Shapiro have to say about it? What? is this the daily of new york times let's see what that's all about you need to call me and i'll come and pick you up and we'll throw away your phone and it'll be fine we won't have to go down that path okay great (laughs) i did i had to i had to unsubscribe from all that crap on my phone because i was just i was just still even like even not really being like you know dialed into any of it i was like oh i should stay like semi aware of what's going on i can't i can't even be semi-aware because it just drives me insane it just drives me insane yeah well there's not really much you can do like voting only goes so far if the election hasn't been by the way (laughs) you reminded me that is i was gonna say i along with i would imagine everyone within the sound of our voice are the problem because i got uh, we got on Friday or Thursday, I think it was, we got our ballots for the whatever we're supposed to be voting for. And that right there is the problem. 
I have no idea why we're voting. Like those things showed up and I was like, huh. And then I was like, I wonder what this is even about. Haven't opened it yet. Don't know who's on the ballot. Gonna vote anyway because I'm a bad person. Are the are they mail in ballots? Yep. Good man. Come on, son. You think I'm? Go- Listen, we wouldn't even know until it was over if we didn't have mail in ballots. Or I'm saying me and you. Cause yeah, I know. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to go down to the polls when they don't even know there's a vote happening. <laughs> Yeah, if it's not president, don't don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, even our state officials, we probably should know what's going on there. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know the first thing about any of them. So, I, know, I know Bill Nelson thinks that because he went to space, he's special, and we should vote for him. You know what, Bill Nelson? Screw you, buddy. You went to space. <laughs> you did the coolest thing any of us can do. You don't deserve anything else. <laughs> You've done it. You've he had done... to work hard, and I'm sure he suffered some kind of bone loss from yeah. going to space. Cool. Guess what? I don't care. If you got to go to space, I don't care if you lost your legs and you your arms. You didn't get to go to space. He worked hard to go there. Okay. He got the opportunity to work hard <laughs> and go to space. You have that same opportunity, or you did. Absolutely not. At the height that I am, that I am not comfortable disclosing at this time... <laughs> I don't think they would allow someone of my height. You can imagine if it's it's probably too tall. Uh, that I, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to laugh so hard. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, if you get to go to space, okay, and then you're like, well, I also want to do this. No, you did. Why? Didn't. You've won life. You got to go. That to is the space. most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So you you lived your life once, so you should just die now. No, no, like no, you no, can no, still no, 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 no. try to do other things. But if you're trying to use the oh, I went to space as a leg up to try and get a leg up, then that is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure they play Rocket Man in every one of his uh, paid advertisements. His conferences. <laughs> yeah, every everywhere he goes, there's constantly someone with a boombox behind him playing Rocket Man on a loop. And that guy's just looking at everyone with wide eyes like, yeah, uh-huh, this is Bill Nelson. You didn't recognize him without his spacesuit on, but he went to space. Uh, he but is I a Rocket Man. Here's the thing, though. I didn't know that he went to space. <laughs> so... I mean, I've heard the name Bill Nelson in one of those like smear campaign ads. <laughs> you can't see it right now, folks, but I'm shaking my head. And... But I didn't know he was an astronaut. Yeah, well, so... I did. And I'm telling you right now, if you are were an astronaut, you, you know what you should do if you were an astronaut and you want to do anything else? Say, hey, I would like to do this. And if you can't get by on the fact that you were an astronaut for someone to say, okay, then you should move on. Because you've got to be a spaceman. Yeah, but I'll I don't... I'll never let this go. I don't ever. think that just being able to do one awesome thing in your life should limit you no, from no, no, doing no, no. other things that are awesome. One awesome thing is like, I was at the summit of Mount Everest. That's awesome. One awesome thing is like, I d- walked a tightrope acro- across the Grand Canyon. That's a cool thing. Going to space is something, how many people, let's just go ahead and see, how many people have been to space? Yeah, but why would that disqualify you from having a career doing anything else? It's not disqualifying it's, you, it's the best thing you can do. Yeah, There's but. nothing better than that. After you get back from space, do you get a residual income from that? Do you still have to feed your family? Dude, you can walk around giving finger guns to everybody and they'll just throw money at you. They'll be like, Again, Wait, are I you? had no idea who Bill Nelson was. 
<laughs> so I'm not throwing him a finger gun worth of money. <laughs> so I disagree with you. Like, if he shows good merits and, like, has good ideas on how to run whatever office he's running for, I don't think there's any reason why he shouldn't be able to get that position. Listen, you're wrong, but 536 wrong. people have... Oh, five, of the 536 people, three people completed only a suborbital flight. 533 people reached Earth's orbit, 24 traveled beyond low Earth orbit, and 12 walked on the moon. Listen, man. Was he one of the ones on the moon? I don't know, but if he was, that's <laughs> even more. You don't even know. So, I don't You're just being know. discriminatory for Listen, no good reason. Until we have flights that go to space on a regular basis, it's a, a very rare thing. Didn't you say that was coming? Yes, it's coming next year. So this is the last time that he's got to like finger guns all over the place and be like, it's me, spaceman. Oh, you don't recognize me? Let me put on this helmet. Oh my God, it is you. You went no. space. I don't recognize them. You definitely do. And now Even, you know. There's no excuse Now that anymore. you told me, that doesn't make me want to vote for him because of that. Like, you know I don't be, care about that because I don't think that matters. You know what would be awesome is if I was thinking of the wrong person and he did not go to space. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. Especially because we've had this drawn out debate over whether or not that matters. And it won't matter at all. But anyway... Like, yeah, we don't know who the candidates are in our... Uh, le- le- okay, I just typed in Bill Nelson space travel, and one of the articles that just came up, Bill Nelson releases first digital ad focused on space travel. So, yeah, but does that have to do with his campaign? It might have to do with the Space Force, because yeah, that so you also don't even was know. coming up at the same time. Well, maybe that's what he's running for, the Space Force. Nelson has long relied on his space mission in his campaigns. That is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> The first thing. Senator Bill Nelson on Tuesday released the first digital ad of his re-election campaign, highlighting his trip into space in a feel-good appeal about reaching higher. Yeah, well... Bilson, Nelson, you... Yeah, no. but, I mean, he has been to space, and if you gotta, use it. <laughs> I don't care if he's the best candidate. This is why our country is going to hell, because I don't care if he is the best candidate. I'm voting against him. He went to space. It's too much. You don't get to win that many times. That is you don't the get douchiest... to go to no, no, that is what's wrong with our country. <laughs> that freaking attitude right now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. My attitude is what's wrong with our country, okay. but I stand by that attitude. <laughs> okay, you don't get to go to space and win the lottery. Okay, my dude, you're going for re-election. You've done it. You've already been elected once. You went to space. Retire. You've got enough money. I guarantee it. I've decided I'm voting for Bill Nelson. Nope, I'm to, ripping up your ballot. Just to even out and cancel out your vote. I'm leaving right now. Gotta go. Ripping up your ballot. <laughs> He's uh, tampering with an election right here. He just said it. <laughs> no, that's not tampering. It's just not Isn't allowing it? you you're to vote. You're not not allowing me to vote. So you're tampering with my ballot. That is. I mean, I could leave your ballot intact and just uh, tape your hands together. <laughs> voter tampering. It's illegal. More like voter tapering. <laughs> but is it, um, what's his name? Uh, the governor, what's his name? Charlie Crist. No, ha, it is not ha, Charlie not. Crist. It's a uh, good day, Charlie. <laughs> Terminator face. What's his name? I don't. I can't think of his name. Like Rick Scott. Yep. Um, Future Terminator, he, current governor. Go ahead. Is he? <laughs> is he running for Senate? Who knows? 
I just read something the other day. The headline of it was, Governor Rick Scott has more money than he first alluded to. Like, okay. Is he allowed to have money? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. Because he's running, he had to, you know, divulge his oh. his finances, as you do. And they were not like, hey, though, right? hey, wait a minute. He's got many more millions than we once thought. I think they said he's got, he has, he might be worth $255 million or something. And they thought it was less. Or maybe they thought it was $255 million and it might be more. Oh, to which I say, a guy that owned like every hospital in Florida, wow, he's got a lot of money. That is a, an astonishing turn of events that we need to look further into. Yeah. Insert I don't know. fart noise here. I think he does a good job, though. Sorry, that was a note for later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I like him. I don't have any specific examples, but it seems good. Like God, he... I hope no teachers listen because they hate you and him and us now. Oh, why? I don't know. I just remember we Did knew. You... About... Oh, didn't they promise the teachers a like um, a raise? And they, when it came time for it, they were like, "Oh, sorry, we don't have any money." I'm gonna further prove why I am what the problem is with America slash Florida right now. I don't care. I don't care because you know who he's not messing with? Pool builders. <laughs> Which is what I I mean, you am. don't know that he's not messing with you somehow. He might me, but not in a way that I can see at this moment, so... But didn't he, like, shut down that monorail thing? Monorail. Yeah. Monorail. But wasn't that everyone was, like, all up in arms about that, but it would have ended up costing us money, and uh, the jobs that it promised were only going to be viable for only a few years? Yeah, it was, like, two or three years or something. Yeah, it's, you know, don't pay attention to any giant good things he did. Only pay attention to the probably equally giant bad things he did. I don't really know, so (laughs) I can't really say small. (laughs) But, I mean, whenever we were under hurricane watch, it seemed like you went right into action. And, like... Here's something people are really going to hate, depending on where they lean politically. I like Rick Scott for the same reason I like Jeb Bush. Because every once in a while, people will say... Hey, our governor is Rick Scott. And I'll go, oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I did the same thing when Jeb Bush was our governor. And he you know was what our I li- governor for a long time. And you know what? That's what I liked about both of them is that they were like, we're in the background. Don't pay any attention. And I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever, man. As yeah, that's what not- I didn't like about Charlie Crist. <laughs> because he was in the media too much. And like he was like the governor wasn't he like the Surgeon General or something for a while? I don't know. He was a man that clearly couldn't be himself and was like, I will be the governor and put myself way out there. Was yeah. he governor for a little bit? Right? He was the governor, yeah. And then he decided to run for Senate. And then and was then... like, I'll, I'll try my hand at being a failure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, it seemed like it was too much like about his personal life. Like, and unlike you said, he wasn't in the background. Like, he was like, oh, I'm getting married. He's like, guys, I'm marrying this. I'm going to Washington. (laughs) Yeah, I'm marrying this Playboy model. model. Totally not gay. Me, Charlie Crist, a straight man. For the little straight man. (laughs) Oh, do you think he was gay? I think there's an outside chance, and I think there are definitely rumors that were spread uh, about that being the reason why they were such a big deal about him getting married to this Playboy model or former Playboy model or whatever. Mm. or maybe that was just the sensational news of the time and he really just she was that's what this lady used to do and they were like god this is gonna be a freaking thing well we'll do it anyway i mean she like 
I don't remember exactly what she looked like, but it seemed like she was pretty. But, like, I don't know. I would say most Playboy models are pretty. I would say a very small percentage of them are stunning. And I don't know if any I could name one besides Pamela Anderson. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's true. I can't think of any. Yeah, I don't think so. Because what... I don't know. It's so weird because I think I also remember didn't Playboy for a minute there stop being having like naked pictures in it. Mm. I feel like they became a Maxim style magazine for a while and then we're like, we're not selling any magazines at all. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to see this. <laughs> Nobody's really reading it for the articles. <laughs> there, yeah. No one's looking at our in-depth, uh, you know, interviews, interviews of. I don't know who did they, who would they have even interviewed. They interviewed famous people sometimes. Name but three famous people they interviewed. I didn't have a subscription. Name. <laughs> I don't know many people that did. Like I grew up with people who their dads all like either had subscriptions or just went to the place and bought it and just had them, and we would be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! <laughs> oh my god!" Yeah, I don't know. Dumb. <laughs> but like it's just crazy now how much even that has changed now like before you had to risk being seen like going out to procure something that had to do with whatever sexual proclivities that you had I, but now like you can just go on the internet and find whatever freaky thing that you're into what's crazy is and you, it's free <laughs> you saying that just made me realize like that is what makes us so emboldened now as a society like what makes us all be so righteous is that we don't ha- we can because avoid- our shame is hidden yeah we can avoid all shame all the time and all we have to do is show people our Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and be like, look at how good everything is. I saw a rainbow today. Like, <laughs> I saw a double rainbow. <laughs> I saw a triple quadruple rainbow. Like, it's that's all you have to do. There is no there is no beaded area of the video rental store anymore where you're like, what could even be in there? Yeah. Well, I mean, there are still stores. But, oh no 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 no! I'm talking about when you had to go to a store. Oh, like um, like rent. a regular movie rental place, and yeah. there was a back area mm-hmm. that was separated by beads. And you're like, "All right, well, my mom is looking at this. I'm gonna try and, and sneak back sneaky there, sneaky peek one bead away, and then they just make a bunch of noise, and the guy's like, "What's going on back there?" And you're like, "Nothing." <laughs> I just saw someone go in. <laughs> yeah, I just I was right here, and then he I tripped. Yeah, and even if you did, I don't. I never got to see in there, but I couldn't imagine I'd have known Whoa. what in the world I was looking at. But that made it so much it. more intriguing because you weren't allowed to go back there. And that's what's crazy now. Now we just have Netflix. That there is no like dark area of that. Like your kid is not going to stumble into the beaded. There is no bead area of. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think before there used to be some more sketchier items that were on there, but nothing, nothing like, uh... Yeah, it does seem like Netflix had some, like, uh, Skinamax style. You would watch it and be like, wait a minute, what is about to... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that seems like the extent of it, like, Skinamax. But, yeah, like, 
now you don't need to do that. Like you can just go on the internet or on your phone or whatever device you have and be like, hey, <laughs> this is what I'm into. <laughs> yeah. What was that meme that I showed you that was like, when you go incognito? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> Uh, but yeah all right. like it's definitely changed yeah it definitely has changed and we definitely now are uh gonna wrap her on up because we've been doing this for a while now and we're definitely ps keeping in the beginning because i oh, love the it now. regulator thing i love it now more than ever yeah but to kick off the end, did you ever think or find any recommendations? Mm, since I already told you at the beginning of the podcast that I did not. I couldn't remember if you told me on mic or off that you... I'm pretty sure that I told you off because you, I did not want this confrontation. I mean... <laughs> because I did, I did not bring anything to recommend. It's cool, man. I get it. Well, my only recommendation this week is if you don't know who the comedian Theo Vaughn is, oh. for the love of everything good and holy in this life, look up This Past Weekend with Theo Vaughn. Uh, it's spelled T-H-E-O-V-O-N. And listen to the latest episode with Bobby Lee. It's number 116. It is... I love Theo Vaughn and Bobby Lee so much now. Like I like them both a lot before... And my love of these two is, why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I'm just listening to what you're saying. Your brow furrowed in such a way that I was like, <laughs> I'm saying something wrong right now. What? I'm, I'm going too deep. I hate them. <laughs> no, those two are the best. No, they really are the best. And I don't know. I just. Uh, and I haven't listened to that yet. That's why I'm burrowing my brow because I'm interested in thinking it. Thinking like, hmm. Bubbly. <laughs> that was racist what you did. Listen, he calls it, they call him Uncle Chicken Chop, okay? Yeah. It's fine. He has a podcast called Tiger Belly. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you think it means? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that he has stretch marks. <laughs> wow. Racist and mean. It was a joke. He would appreciate it, I'm sure. That was really good. And by the way, that's probably exactly it. And I'm really <laughs> jealous that you figured that out. And I was like, he's just being racist to himself. No, I mean, that might not be it at all. That's probably exactly know. it. If it's not it, I'm going to write in and be like, this is why you should say it is. And he'll be like, that was really mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but did you see those? I sent you some pictures of him in a mermaid uh, costume where he's just like sitting in water with a mermaid tail on and no shirt on. Did you see those? Yes, I 100% did. And if anyone else wants to see them, just type in. I'm Whenever I go on or uh, post this show uh, or post the uh, make the post on Instagram about it, just type in Bobby Lee. Just comment Bobby Lee, and I will post those pictures. That will <laughs> let me know that you guys, A, listen to the end, which if you did, thank you so very much because this was definitely a long one, and that you want to see the greatest pictures maybe ever of a man in a mermaid suit. But yeah, he yeah. Looks angelic. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Majestic. <laughs> Majestically angelic. But anyway, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, number one sixteen with Bobby Lee. That is my recommendation. Well, I can't wait. 
Bethany, you definitely cannot wait. All right. Are you ready to wrap this up? Yep. It is late. It is Sunday. And it's definitely going to all work out exactly how I planned this time around. Oh, is that right? That's the plan. All right. Well, hopefully that's legit. Hopefully Audacity uh, recorded our golden voices. <laughs> Buddy, if Audacity didn't do it, you, I, you're going to have a secret episode come out. So, yeah. And, and I'm telling you this, Bethany. I'm looking at you saying... Oh, like one of the ones we already recorded? Oh, no, no. I'm going to record one all by myself and go off the rails. <laughs> and that's going to be the one that goes out. Because I'm going to... I'm going to... Yeah. It's going to make me go insane if this episode gets eaten like all the way so i will just go off for an hour i might start screaming i might not so guys you know look forward to what might happen in the future if beth ever quits this thing you might just get me ranting into the void for an hour mm, that's pretty much what it already is but how dare you how dare you bethany <laughs> i love you very much mm, i know <laughs> <laughs> You're not Han Solo. You can't just I know me. You said I can before. No, yeah, that's you not. Did. You have to say it. I did. It only works if you say it. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna cut that part out. Bethany, I love you. Ditto. <laughs> You're not peace ways in me either. Whatever. Bethany. Dominic. Show's over. You said I love you before, so I'll just cut it in and make it sound like you said it. Everyone will believe it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you guys want us to have a better sign off than telling each other we love each other and high fiving after, we definitely high five after. We don't. But Yeah, we were like, We're back. We're back. <laughs> Which is weird to say at the end, but we say it every time. One hundred percent not a lie. Yeah, if you guys can think of a better sign-off for us, please. Like, my my thought was is that this recommendation thing would, like, wrap it up nicely in a little bow. I didn't realize that I still didn't really come up with a way to end it. So, there it is. That's your task. That's your homework, everybody. Bobby Lee, if you want to see those pictures, help us come up with a better way to sign off. And if it's just, just say goodbye, start your own podcast and just say goodbye. We need something big. We need firework emojis or something. Okay. Maybe that's how we'll end up, and we'll just say fireworks emoji. Yeah. Bethany? Fireworks emoji? Fireworks emoji. I love you. I love you too. Bye.